morning and good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's time for some morning coffee with Larry, and I'm glad you are here to join with me today. It is cooler weather outside. It is cooler. Yesterday, I found that out. <laughs> it just was not all that comfortable to be outside, but that's okay. It is like the middle of November. So uh, we have to expect that it's not going to feel like summer. Anyway, today is Thursday. It is the 12th of November, 2020. And Friday's almost here. (laughs) Thursday was nice. It was basically just a relaxing day. I didn't get really anything accomplished. Um, Don't know how happy my wife was that I didn't get anything accomplished, but hopefully I can make up for it this weekend. But anyway, let's get into our uh, devotional study today. Uh, It is Jesus Calling, Enjoying Peace in His Presence by Sarah Young. And we are going to be, if you're following along at home, on February 2nd. And again, it's written in the first person of Jesus. I am renewing your mind. When your thoughts flow freely, they tend to move towards problems. Your focus gets snagged on a given problem, circling round and round it in attempts to gain mastery. Your energy is drained away from other matters through this negative focus. Worst of all, you lose sight of me. A renewed mind is a presence-focused. Train your mind to seek me in every moment, every situation. Sometimes you find me in your surroundings. A lilting birdsong, a loved one's smile, golden sunlight. Other times, you must draw inward to find me. I'm always present in your spirit. Seek my face, speak to me, and I will light up your mind. Yeah. You know, we hear about the renewing of our mind, the renewing of our spirit. And when I think about the word renew, what comes to my mind is making something as good as it originally was. You know, if um, sometimes the words we use uh, on everyday objects is reconditioned, um, it may be renewed, but reconditioned is what I often hear. Um, By a a used computer, they've reinstalled the software on it, they've, you know, fixed a few things, you know, it's been renewed, uh, if you, or reconditioned, I mean. Uh, if you're buying a propane tank for out, you know, your property, like a large 500-gallon or an even larger 1,000-gallon one, you can buy them brand new, or you can get an old tank where they've put new valves, uh, you know, new uh, gauges on it, and uh, it's been renewed. It has been reconditioned. It has been put back into the state that it would be if it was original. Well, what was our original mindset to be? 
Not yours and mine because we were born into a world with sin, but let's go back to Adam and Eve. They were born into a world with no sin, none whatsoever. And they were able to experience the presence of God in everything. Everything they could see, the workings of their Creator, who would also come down in the cool of the afternoon and be with them in some you know, tangible physical form and walk with them in the garden. And um, this side of death, we can't experience that in that same way as they did. So, you know, we're not, when it comes to the idea of, I am renewing your mind, the renewing part is an action word. Renewing, it's a process. It's not past tense, renewed. Uh, it is renewing. I am renewing your mind. Here in our sinful form, one of the roles that, or one of the, 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 the goals, the focus that Jesus has is renewing our mind, and that is a working of the Holy Spirit. So let's continue on with this concept. I am renewing your mind. So let's look at the state that we're in. When your thoughts flow freely, they tend to move towards problems. Not always, but they definitely tend to. How many of you? It, you tend, it tends to, to go negative, goes towards problems. Your focus gets snagged on a given problem, circling round and around it in, in attempts to gain mastery. You know, in the counseling office, I often refer to that as circle thinking. <sighs> we've got a problem. We've got an issue. We're trying to understand it. We're trying to figure it out. Or it's something from the past, and we're trying to see, was there another way that it could have been done differently? And we just go round and round. And some people go round and round for not just days or months but for years and decades, and some people I've worked with, they're going round and round on some sort of tragedy their entire life. I have met and worked with elderly people who are going back to when they were a young adult or even a teenager or a child trying to make sense, trying to figure out how they could have done different. They get snagged on a problem. And they're trying to gain mastery. And guess what? You don't. They really don't have an aha moment. They're just trapped. Your energy is drained away from other matters through this negative focus. It does. I've had this happen to me for extended periods of time. Something horrible has happened. Something, you know, whether I was completely innocent of it, but it happened to me, or whether it was something I was involved in and I have regrets over it. It drains your energy. And 
you, you don't have the energy to focus on other things. You don't have the energy to focus on your spouse. You don't have the energy to focus on your children. You don't have the energy to focus on your parents. You don't have the energy to focus on your job. You don't have the energy to focus on anything because this is like a black hole pulling all the energy towards it and it doesn't ever return it. And worst of all, worst of all, you lose sight of me. One of the the terms I use when I'm helping people in areas of forgiveness or addiction or trauma and and the topic of their faith, their spiritual beliefs, their relationship with God, when that happens to come up in therapy, the term I often will use to see if it's you know rings a bell for them is uh, in times like this, does it feel like God's a thousand miles away? And way more times than not, they nod. They nod in agreement. Because when you focus so much attention on the painful issues, you get snagged on that problem. God does feel like a thousand miles away. We lose sight of him. Sometimes we lose faith in him. We let the issues that may have involved other people to somehow pull us away even from any relationship with God. Or we take out anger on him, which pushes from regarding an issue, and that pushes us even farther and farther away. So let's focus on the renewing of a mind. A renewed mind is presence-focused. Not present, like here and now, but is presence-focused. The focus is on the presence the communing with Jesus. Train your mind to seek me in every moment, every situation. Because is Jesus there in every moment? Yes. Is he there in every situation? Yes. And so what it is is seeing him in every situation, every moment, just as if there was a person standing next to you. You would acknowledge them wherever you're at because they're there with you. You know, if you're married and you have a spouse or if you got little kids and everywhere you go, they are, you don't ignore them. And if they are engaged in the conversation, you're seeing what they do. You're seeing that. And guess what? The same thing applies. We can train our mind to seek him and to see him. To seek and look to see how he's involved in a situation and then to be able to see how he does that. It's neat for me when, you know, certain conversations, it can be with anybody, but certain conversations go and all of a sudden there you see the presence of God working in a person. Or we're talking about something, and all of a sudden, I just find myself talking in a way I was not anticipating. 
And all of a sudden it's like, yeah, I'm speaking. Yes, I know it. But these thoughts, I can't claim them all. There's, I was not anticipating things going in a particular direction, and it does. And to me, that's, that's got it worked through me. And I'm sure each of you can point to times where you could see God at work in you because it's like afterwards you're like, I couldn't have put that together. I couldn't have. Train your mind to seek me in every moment and situation and to see what, what's happening. Sometimes you can find me in your surroundings. A lilting bird song, a loved one smile, a golden sunset. We've got a little bit of a, a tradition in our family whenever there's a beautiful sunset. And where I live, there's tremendous sunsets. Anytime there's a relatively clear sky, they're just absolutely gorgeous. And uh, we say, wow, God painted a good one tonight. Seeing him, giving him credit for what is in our environment, what's in our world. Other times, you must draw inward to find me. Yeah, turning inside to find him. Maybe it's that still small voice. Maybe it's the guidance. Maybe it's the peace that you feel that doesn't make sense to feel it in a situation. Maybe it's a confidence that you feel that doesn't make sense, but you also know that it's tied to your growing relationship with Jesus and the continual renewing of your mind so it's focusing on him. I am always present in your spirit. Yeah, that spirit is a creation of God for being able to have a communing time with him. Seek my face, speak to me, and I will light up your mind. Seek my face, seek to see him. Speak to me, whether it's in a formal prayer, an informal prayer, or just the conversation you have. Letting your mind turn to him, and I will light up your mind. Hmm, love that. Love that. Let me get my glasses on so I can see the computer. And let's go to Romans chapter 12. This again is a book that Paul wrote as a, a letter to the church in Rome. And this is verse 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that is testing you. Oh, that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Do not be conformed to this world. This world, yes, it's God's creation, but it is a fallen creation. Do not be conformed to it. Do not be pulled into the, the sinful aspect of it. But be transformed, turned into something different, not by that world, not by the sin of other people, not by the shortcomings of other people, not by the failures of other people. 
but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Why? That by testing, you may discern what is the will of God. See, we are to we are to test. We are to test and see. We're to test and and you know if if somebody is claiming something that you know they have been uh, spoken to by God and they have a special word. We are to test those things. Does it match up with Scripture? Does it match up with what God has given us in the Bible? Is it consistent? If it's not, it fails the test. Because God will always be consistent with his holy word. Be that by testing, you may discern what's the will of God. How do you know what God you know, wants you to do in your life? By being close to his presence, waiting on his timing, discerning what you are believing, seeking wise counsel from other Solid Christians who are renewing their mind, who have not conformed to this world. There's a lot of people, even church leaders, who have unfortunately conformed to this world and conformed to the sinful nature of this world. I'm not talking about just the fact that they're imperfect people living here. I'm talking about compromising, compromising what is the will of God. What is so discerning what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect? Many things are good, many things are acceptable, but there's one perfect, and that's God. The next is Hebrews chapter 3, verse 1. Therefore, brothers, you who share in a heavenly calling, consider Jesus the apostle and high priest of our confession. We are to consider him. We are to think about him. If we share in this calling by God to be followers of Jesus, to be to be renewed in our minds, we need to consider him as the apostle and high priest of our confession. It is who we can it's it's our confession is about who he is. And why we draw close to him. And why we don't draw close to other things. Finally, we have Psalm 105. And we're going to look at verse 4. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. Short and sweet. It's short and sweet. Seek the Lord and his strength. His strength that flows to you when you are inside of his will. When we are doing what he wants us to do, when we have used discernment to keep to help us understand that we need to stay on his path, he will give us strength for each and every challenge that is a part of his plan. And seek his presence continually. Not It doesn't say seek his presence between 9 and 10 o'clock on Sunday morning. And the Wednesday evening Bible class. No. It doesn't say that. 
It doesn't say seek his presence whenever you read his Bible only. No. It says seek his presence continually. Seek his presence continually. That's a challenge. That is definitely a challenge, but it's a challenge that God wants. And when we pursue that, I'm convinced he will bless that effort. He will bless your effort every time that you're inside his will. Because how could he not? It's his will. It's his desire. It's his plan. All right. That's it for today. I hope you have a fantastic day. Make the most of it. Seek his presence in all you do today. And we'll see you again tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.